0: Welcome to Stories That Shape Us. My name is Joanna Daniel. Stories That Shape Us is a daily podcast where I share my perspective on how different experiences influence our view of self, how we interact with others, and how we show up in the world. Hello, and welcome to Stories That Shape Us. My name is Joanna Daniel. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, I am dealing with rejection throughout this week, We've looked at what does it feel like when you're rejected? Some of the things to do when you feel rejected. When does rejection, why does rejection hurt so much? How to overcome rejection? And now we're going to talk about verbalized rejection. Like when they actually say it, what are the things that are said that influence feelings of rejection for you? What are the things that people say that influence those feelings? Maybe those feelings resonate because you've heard them before. And sometimes these words of rejection sometimes come from the caregiving relationship when people who parents, family member, um, when they say things like um, when when you've experienced rejection early in life from your caregivers, it can be really crushing, can be really harmful and damaging. So really important that you get some support if you're recognizing yourself in this series at all that you get some support. Maybe it's a a retreat that you're going to attend. Maybe you're going to read some books to have more understanding of it and and of yourself and how it's impacting your life. Because this kind rejection, especially so early in life, will impact our lives. It will make you do things that you wouldn't have done. It would make you develop patterns of relating, patterns of um, connection, patterns of communicating to keep you safe. You think it is keeping you safe. But what it is, is putting you in a cycle sometimes of making you more vulnerable to unhealthy relationships. So what are those? some of those things that are verbalized that needs to be reframed, that needs to be understood, that needs to be healed from and move on from? So for example, life would be better if you weren't here. Have you ever heard anybody say that, that their parents say that to them? Or have a parent ever said that to you in anger or not in anger? But it's said, something like that cannot be taken back. And the impact of it can last a lifetime. It's not something that you'll easily forget when somebody say to you, especially somebody who was supposed to love and care for you, the home, the home that was supposed to be a safe space isn't. Because they're saying life would be better if you weren't here. That can be damaging. I want you to know that if you've heard that, if you've heard those irresponsible, hurtful words and it's impacted your life in the in the sense that you've rejected yourself as well, like you've developed some habits of coping, you're living your life recklessly because you are agreeing with them that life would be better if you weren't here. I want you to know that that's not true. The Bible says children are a heritage, a heritage. You are a blessing to the people, that the family that you were born in, even though they don't know it. Now, you may have developed some ways of coping that you're not proud of now. You may have done some things that you regretted because of those deep wounds of rejection and you start to live your life in a way that you, though you weren't consciously saying I agree with you, you were saying your actions and you were doing things to yourself and you were living a life that you're not proud of those things can be forgiven you have to also forgive yourself those things can be put away and um, you can learn new ways of coping and you can learn how to take hold of life and live it in a completely different way people do it every day you can do it too if you notice You might be ashamed of some of the things that you can do. You can also learn to release shame, to forgive yourself, and to learn to live like you have a place in this world just as everybody else. You would not be, nobody would be better off if you weren't here. You're not a burden to anyone. You're a blessing, a heritage to the people in your life even though they may not know it. And if you weren't born, and you fill in the in the blanks. Now, if you were born because you were born, and some of those deep, uh, some of those statements can cause deep, deep, deep damage, deep wound, deep hurt, um, where parents are blaming you for their problems. The parent that is struggling financially, the relationship that didn't work out, the parent that is blaming you for the relationship. The the parent that blamed you because if you weren't if you didn't come along we wouldn't be married we were only married because she was pregnant that's not your fault adults made some decisions that they may regret in and they're putting it all on you you were a child you are not responsible you are you had nothing to do with you being here you just know that you are and that you're a blessing and that you have a purpose anything else that they tell you about you being here, it's not on you. It's not your fault. You, your being born is not problematic to anybody. Now, parents sometimes say things when they're angry. Doesn't excuse it. Does not excuse it. And there are some really emotionally immature parents who will say it and will not apologize. They'll never admit to saying it. And they might be saying it right now. And, and their, their parents also who, though they may not say it with their words, they say it with their actions. And so they're choosing others, but they're not choosing you. They're choosing to spend time with others, but they're not choosing to spend time with you. They're demonstrating through their actions, through the gifts that they give, through, the t- through their time, through their resources, through their emotional connection and who they choose to do it with. They may be doing it through a number of ways. They may reject rejecting you over and over again in a number of ways. And I've said on this series that people who can't be with you, it's not anything to do with you. It might just be that you're not aligned and that might be really difficult to understand Like, How can I not be aligned with my parents? How can I not be aligned with my family? And because you are not it, you might tell yourself that therefore I won't be aligned with anyone, but that's not true. Even though you may not fit in with your family, You may not align with them. You may experience a lot of rejection from them, when you know through the things they say and how they act. And you might tell yourself that because of that, there might be nowhere in the world where I'll fit in. That no one in the world will accept me and want to be with me. But I promise you, there are billions of people in this world, and you might you've not met a fraction of them. And the ones that you 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 meet might not be able to connect with you and it might tell you that there's nobody who will, but they are people who will connect with you. And that's one of the reasons why I like to do groups. I do a group in a child healing group. Uh, Keep the group, I keep the group really small because I want to do deep work with people and I want people to connect. And when I see the connection happen, it's a 12 week program, so around week, week five, people are getting used to each other and it's connecting a little bit easier um and it's really amazing because there are people sometimes in the group from different countries and connection happen and though it's virtual connection relationships develop, develop and friendships develop they are people that will understand you that will take the time to know you and that will connect with you in a way that is deep and meaningful to you i want you really to hear that you may never believe it you may have never believed it But if you tell yourself it enough times, if you allow yourself to sit with the comfort of knowing and and maybe discomfort, because first you might feel uncomfortable just thinking it. The thought might be uncomfortable because you may have never experienced anybody who have ever wanted to be with you because you've only ever been around people who didn't. And now and, and even though that's that's not comfortable, it's your comfort zone. And now I'm asking you, encouraging you to step out of your comfort zone, to go in other different spaces and to meet people who can really get to know and understand you and choose you. They're people who will choose you over and over and over again. So when rejection is verbalized, when people actually say it and speak it, they can't take it back. And the hurt, though they may apologize, still lingers. Get some support for that hurt. Get some support to get to, to help you to reframe what that is and, and to really see yourself so that you can get to know yourself, so that you can get to know the you that wasn't referenced or reflected through their words. But you're going to get to know you and find out some new words of describing you so you can fully accept you and know the blessing that you are and will be to people's lives even the ones that you have not met yet thank you for joining me in this episode of stories that shape us i hope you'll join me on the next story